Welcome to We Have Questions. I'm Becky Gonzalez. And I'm Anna Nunez. Join us along with our guests as we explore the intersection between culture and faith, holding space for questions through multi-generational perspectives and conversations. Hey, Becky. Hey, Anna. <laughs> um, we have a heavy topic today. Yes, we do. Um, yeah, I just, uh, we're talking about capital punishment. So um, in line with our pro-life or our whole life, whole life ethic um, series, mini series. And we're just discussing, you know, uh, I don't know what we're going to discuss, <laughs> but we're going to have a conversation about it. So um, I guess, are. yes, <laughs> I don't know where we will get uh, caught up in, in what wheat, but um, I guess just to, to jump in, um, you can start us off if you would like on just what you, I guess your immediate thought um, of the death penalties, maybe a background, um, idea or concept or something that made it real to you etc but I'd love sure. to hear sure um I guess I mean for me for a really long time there really wasn't any question about mm -hmm. capital punishment like it was just capital punishment it is you know a necessary thing to have in a society um, to deter certain crimes. Like mm -hmm. that was just my general thought. If you were to ask me a question about capital punishment, yes, it's a necessary thing. Um, and I think, you know, over the course of a lifetime, I guess, just being exposed to different things. I want to say the first thing that I remember that kind of challenged uh, my thoughts about it, which started, I guess, having me ask different types of questions about it was a movie that I saw. Mm. And uh, it was called dead it is called dead man walking and it stars susan sarandon and sean penn and the 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 nutshell of the story is that susan sarandon is a nun that has been asked to minister to this death row uh inmate that has been you know sentenced to to die and so um I won't go into all the details of the film and and what uh, and what happens there. I won't give any spoilers, but I, I remember distinctly that film watching it years ago, and I don't remember exactly when it was released, but I know I watched it a, a while ago. Um, that film like just kind of uh, had me. I don't know if at the at that time it had me rethink my whole stance on capital punishment uh because you know the, the one spoiler spoiler i will give is that in this particular instance 
um, the inmate was not innocent. He was not being, uh, he was not on death row, uh, innocent of the charges that, that he had. And, and so, um, that like kind of made me think about it in terms of like, what does like, wow, mercy is a thing and compassion is a thing that should be extended to somebody that um, is not innocent of the charges for which they're on death penalty for. So that was one thing. And then fast forward to um, another film based on another story. Uh, and this was in recent history, maybe a year or two ago. And uh, that movie is Just Mercy. Uh, which is the story of uh, capital punishment and the death penalty from a different stance and a different perspective from uh, an attorney by the name of Brian Stevenson. And this is what really hit me about that story and that film and, and, and just, yeah, what stuck out to me the most from that is uh, a quote that is uh, attributed to Brian Stevenson, which says, I believe that each person is more than the worst thing they've ever done. And so that kind of like really just took the wind out of me. Like, wow, not, not only are we, you know, wanting to think about capital punishment uh, and the death penalty as it relates to people that are being um, sentenced to death, that are innocent of the charges uh, and therefore on death row uh, unjustly. And the, I mean, we can have like 20 episodes based on just that topic, but then what if the person is not innocent of the charges is death is killing them still the answer. You know what I mean? So I think that kind of, you know, that's like a broad, uh, stroke of just the different things that have kind of influenced my perspective and just the questions that I'm asking myself about capital punishment and the death penalty. Um, and then I'll share a, a scripture verse that kind of kind of sums all that up. And it's Hebrews 13, three, which is uh, remember those in prison as though you were in prison with them. And that, you know, that, that's kind of self-explanatory to not forget those that are in prison, you know, to not be so far removed from someone that has been imprisoned that that I don't even consider the possibility of what it would feel like uh, to be in prison with them. So that that's what I've got. How, how about you? Like, what are your like, you know, overarching questions and, you know, yeah so good oh my gosh like I have so many thoughts just on everything you said <laughs> um but you know we gotta we gotta um move forward it's so hard not digging more into that um okay yeah for me um it's pretty similar just it just it was what it was uh, I don't remember at which point I realized that that was it was wrong but I I do remember hearing something about the people that have to um 
do like official execution. And I remember just hearing the stats of the burnout and the turnover rate and just how a lot of those people would take their lives. Um, and I remember um, around that time, just realizing like to take a life, it, it changes everything. It changes like the chemistry of your brain. It changes how you perceive yourself in the world. So in giving anyone that burden, even if it's like, quote unquote, the state, someone still has to pull the trigger, you know? Um, and I remember that being really impactful for me and just opening up this whole can of worms of like, well, if that's horrible, then what about, you know, people who are wrongly on death row and things like that? Um, <clears throat> but I think when I consider this now after, you know, years and research and, um, you know, Just Mercy and the Innocence Project and all these different campaigns that, you know, have tried to bring light to this issue. I do think that, you know, as believers, we can differ on this. It's tertiary. Um, and I do think each Christian has to choose and decide whether they believe in the death penalty. Um, and I do think that there are strong arguments for each side. Um, I, in this and in, in most issues, you know, I think that we need to study the Bible for ourselves and come to our conclusions. Um, obviously, you know, praying for God's guidance and wisdom. And then I do think we need to take a stance on, on what we believe. Um, I always think of James 1.5 when I think of these issues, um, just about asking God for wisdom. You know, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. Um, but I do believe that Christians can come away thinking different things. Um, and even though we can accept that, we can also maintain our strong convictions, you know? Um, but when it comes to like whole life ethic, the way that I view it really is that, in, you know, if we're going to take the pro-life stance as Christians, we have to be pro-life in all areas. So that means, you know, from abortion to war um, and, and to the death penalty, to euthanasia, which we're going to talk about soon, like all these things, those are all elements of life. Um, and I think it's not just about like opposition, but then it becomes what is the restorative you know, system for criminals if we do believe that they can find new life. And like you said, with that quote are not, um, none of us are the worst thing that we've ever done. So I just believe like if we follow the way of Jesus and the way of the cross, um, that that doesn't wrap us up in the old law. And that does force us to like become a new people who extend mercy in new ways. Um, but I really love having conversations with people that are for the death penalty because it's always in my experience, it's not, um, it's not ever out of like hatred and I think a lot of people who are very um, uh, far on the side of just like pro, you know, justice and law in a way that is uh, punitive, it's often, well, what about the victim? What about the victim's rights? Um, and that's something that I just find very interesting because it's not that there's not a desire for justice. It's that the desire for justice is, is placed in a different direction for people that are very like pro, you know, all these things. Um, and so I think it's worth having those conversations. And I really don't believe 
the reason to be against the death penalty is because it doesn't have its merits. I think it's um, because of like, you know, radical saving faith um, should cause us to no longer say an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, you know, um, but kind of what Jesus says when he, you know, Matthew, when he talks about if someone, you know, strikes you, gives them the other cheek, et cetera. Um, I don't know. I just believe that there's redemption for everyone, but totally can see both sides. And I think this is one issue where I would probably encourage people the most to press into those conversations because it's just worth, it's just worth having them, you know? Um, yeah. So then that's me. Right. Yeah. 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 These are conversations that are worth having. And I think definitely like, um, at least I, I can speak for myself when I'm when I'm confronted with the like the reality of um, that certain lives based on my stances hold more dignity and worth than others. And I and I think that when I don't even like when I'm not even considering the possibility, I think that that is a huge, like, it's a huge revealer of my heart and, like, what I feel about certain groups of people if I, you know, just keep going forward with the thought that, no, well, you know what, if they're on death penalty, they're there because they deserve it, and... You know, all, all the other thoughts that kind of come along with that. Um, mm. and, and it's like there, there's no there's no alternative for me to, to see. I'm trying to get my, my words right. <laughs> there's like yeah. all these words jumbled up in my head and they're trying to oh, come yes. out. But it's almost like... Um, and, and I don't know what it is about this issue. It's like the the, the dignity of a, a, a child within the womb is unquestionable, right? The vulnerability mm-hmm. and dignity and the image of God is unmistakable, yeah. right? And yeah. when we're confronted with people and lives that are in prison uh, and are sentenced to death or just in prison, I mean, just in general, I mean, we're talking about capital punishment. So it's the lives that are on death row somewhere along the way. um, It's almost like the dignity and the image of God, it, it gets harder for us to see. Like we we're, we're challenged more to to see the image of God, not because it's not there, but because we have our own stuff going on that is making it difficult for us to see the image of God. Because the image of God is in everyone. Our ability to recognize it, to see it, to acknowledge it, maybe even the person's inability to acknowledge. God's image in them. Uh, that is the issue. The, 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 the image of God and the dignity 
and and value and worth that goes along with that is without question. It's our ability to see it in particular groups of people or particular circumstances and situations. And that is what, you know, God uses movies to speak to me and, and you know, different different type of, of media to communicate and speak to me. And he used these, these films and other things to communicate, hey, Becky, have you considered the possibility that maybe you are cool with this because you really don't think there is dignity there? That there's, you know, that it's not a life worth saving? And that's hard, you know? <laughs> Those are hard questions to ask. And I mean... I don't, I don't, I didn't necessarily like the answers that I had to deal with, but they're important. They're important to, to deal with. So yeah, I, I went off on a tangent there, but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Um, what, what is one way that you think you would approach I guess, um, someone who views this from another angle, uh, like what's one question that you would ask them to get them thinking, like you said, like movies cause you to think and like God prompts us in all these ways. Um, I'm putting you on the spot. I always do this. <laughs> um, but I guess, yeah. What, what do you think you would say? Um, I know I kind of did this with pro um you know like abortion and things like that but like you said with this is a lot different because that innocent innocence factor is not there and so our concept of person becomes very dehumanizing um i don't know what's what's a, what's a question you would ask um i mean i i, I think i'd start with like how like where did this where did this stance or opinion, like where, how did you come up with it? Like, where did it, mm -hmm. where did it stem from? Is there material yeah. that you read? Is there like, if, if there's a scripture verse that they're using, um, mm -hmm. okay, well share it with me. What do, what do you, what do you think God is saying about um, his image in, yeah. in, in those that we deem as less uh, worthy of dignity it said, mm -hmm. like, does does that change based on a person's uh, life circumstances? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just trying to trying to trying to see where where it began. Like, where, where did that, it yeah. come from? Where where did it begin? Um, and and kind of take it from there and just try and listen, which yeah. is hard, especially when you know that you are you don't feel the same way about a. Uh, a topic and and so you want to be you want to be listening again I've heard this uh, numerous times but listening not so that I can wait for my opportunity to speak mm. something different to convince them not listening to convince but listening just really to to understand and 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 learn from from them and and where they're at even if what I'm learning is this person's perspective and where, where they, where they came from. Um, I'm not yeah. listening so that I can insert my opinion or, you know, just waiting for my opportunity to insert my opinion because I know they're wrong and I'm going to tell them how. 
so yeah, just how did how did they come come to the conclusion that they had? Like, what is the basis for it? Mm -hmm. uh, and then just kind of leaving it like leaving it like that. Yeah, I love it. How about you? I think mine would be. Um, it's hard because so the question would be why do you believe death of someone can ever like be enough um or be the right decision to restore the wrong that was done right and I think that that goes back to obviously just like a punitive system and like when like you said at the beginning of this you grew up believing this was what we do because it's a good deterrent um and I think I would just challenge you know what because so few people actually are um end up on death row and then end up getting the sentence it's so so rare um I don't want to misquote but I believe there are studies that have been done that prove like this has not changed crime um now life in prison I think is just and I think in in rare instances and I do think you know that I don't know I I can see how that's a deterrent but yeah I think my challenge would always just go back to why do you believe that that's the thing that's going to just create I guess retribution or a feeling of I don't know I'm getting my words they're all over the place but yeah my question would just be why do you think killing someone would make the person that they harmed or the family um feel better and I say that from a perspective of listening to a lot of different things um that say otherwise so for instance today I was listening to a woman who um was a victim of a school shooting not because she was shot but because they call them victims like if you were in the classroom and she was saying that um she was so the shooter was like 14 and he got life uh but it ha it could be like rethought at like the age of 35 it was like very complicated and so now he's on trial and it's essentially like are we going to let him out on parole or are we going to keep him in prison for the rest of his life and she was like I don't understand why we think that that is what a victim would even want because at the end of the day you're losing two lives you know um based on the worst thing a person ever did and obviously in this case he was a child so that makes it more complicated but um yeah I just go I just go off on that tangent to say to me it's always why is that the system uh, because even my worst enemy I I don't I don't want harm to come to them um and I think that's how I think that's how the average victim feels at the end of the day it's kind of like that's not gonna help me <laughs> like like do something else you know right um not that that's a great argument. I'm sure it could be refuted in a lot of ways, but that's what that's where my mind goes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, as usual, my friends, uh, the the question leads to more questions, and yeah. I mean, I I think that's that's what's so great about having these types of conversations. We're mm -hmm. asking questions not to come up necessarily with definitive answers about anything that's going to solve any problem necessarily I, yep. I think yeah we're, we're just 
hopefully we're modeling uh, the the fact that questions are are okay and they're actually very helpful uh, in dialoguing about different things that we don't have to be afraid of, of questions and um, voicing them and um, I think that that's um, that's really important today <laughs> in mm. general but in 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 the world we live in today I, I think uh, it's it's very needed in 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 our dialogue or lack of dialogue that we're having today so I'm glad that we can that we can practice it imperfectly and with a lot of ums and ahs and you know <laughs> all of our stumbling with our speech but we're we're just trying to be faithful to to do what we've been called to do which is mm -hmm. great and we get to do it together so even better exactly